Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. I am your co-host, Phil Smith, aka Phil the Filipino. And welcome to the May edition of Netflix and Phil. Thank you guys so much for checking out all of our content that we have released thus far here in May as we get closer and closer to June and our third ever Bold Matsuri, which is just right around the corner. Cannot wait for that as well as a whole bunch of other projects we have planned for you guys coming up down the road. It's a really exciting time here at the Way Forward Podcast and truly couldn't do it without you, whether you're a brand new listener or you've stuck around with us since day one. All of this is made possible by y'all, so thank you. I'm switching it up a little bit here for the May edition of Netflix and Phil. Typically, if you are brand new to the series, I'll recommend shows from various streaming sites, uh, Hulu, Amazon Prime... Netflix. But the well I have gone to the most, I would probably say, is Apple TV. However, instead this month, I will be reviewing the recent Apple TV film Ghosted, starring Chris Evans and Ana de Armas. I want to try something new here, you know, start watching either shows or films that recently released on the streaming sites and then reviewing them for y'all here and see how that goes. You know, you guys have really enjoyed the, um, the recommendation portion of Netflix and Phil. Now I want to try something different and see how it goes. Also, it takes time to watch, you know, a lot of new shows and sometimes time that I don't have. So watching newer movies, you know, in in a shorter time frame makes it a little bit easier. So here we are. Once again, for any brand new listeners, stick around to the very end of the episode. I'll let you know we can find all the rest of our content as well as how to further support the Wait For podcast. So let's get into this here. Ghosted is a romantic action comedy. Starring, as I mentioned, Chris Evans, Ana de Armas. Also, Adrian Brody is in this as well. And the synopsis states Cole, which is Chris Evans' character, falls head over heels for enigmatic Sadie, who is played by Ana de Armas, but then makes a shocking discovery that she's a secret agent. Before they can decide on a second date, Cole and Sadie are swept away on an international adventure to save the world. If you see the trailer for Ghosted, it contains a bunch of similarities to the classic, I think, romantic action comedy in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And a lot of the issues with Ghosted is that this has been done better by other films. Much better, to be honest with you. Let's begin with our two leads. Now, obviously, at the time, I believe Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were, I think, in the beginning of their relationship. I think this is like right around the time Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston had split. I'm not 100% sure, but you can see that there was obvious chemistry between Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, like legitimate chemistry. Chris Evans and Ana de Armas don't really have any. And it's strange because literally last month, I recommended a film called The Gray Man, and they're both in that too, and they're pretty good. I think the primary reason that this film doesn't really work is that you don't really buy into Chris Evans as an underdog. He's too handsome. He's too charming. You can't give him an inhaler and anxiety and say that he's a dork. You know what I mean? It just does not work. 
and Chris Evans is fantastic, but he just cannot make Cole believable as the underdog. I think Ana de Armas is probably like one of those next in line action stars. She's really good in The Gray Man. I did not see Blade Runner, but that film got really good reviews. So I assume she was good in that. I'm not 100% sure. Also really popular in No Time to Die, you know, the James Bond film. But for whatever reason, her performance just falls flat here. Same thing with Chris Evans. It's a very cookie-cutter script with a very cookie-cutter villain played by Adrian Brody, who you never really feel is dangerous in any sort of way. A lot of the writing isn't very good. It tries to be a little bit too quippy, which you know you get from a lot of action films these days. But the key to any romantic comedy is the chemistry between the main characters, and it's just not here. One thing that was pretty funny is there are quite a few cameos in this film. Two of them were spoiled for me, so that sucks, but... The other two were a pleasant surprise. It's got decent choreography, although it does suffer from the, uh, you know, the jump cut. There are odd moments in action sequences where, um, like, some music plays that just really doesn't belong. Another interesting choice. That's really kind of just the theme for this movie, is just a lot of strange choices, one after another. And I was really optimistic about this one. Again, Chris Evans has put out some stellar work post-Avengers. Knives Out and The Gray Man, obviously the two that I'm thinking of immediately. Now, I will say this, because I don't want to completely shit on this film. It's not the worst romantic comedy that I've ever seen. There are definitely much worse out there. And for proof of that, go back and listen to our Up High, Down Low episode with the Game of Groans girls. And we'll talk to you guys about some bad romantic comedies. It does not belong anywhere like on a bottom five list. It's just that other movies have done this better. I already mentioned Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The Lost City, I heard, is very, very good with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. I have not seen it, but it's definitely on my list. I heard that one was pretty good. Scott Pilgrim versus The World. I mean, there are examples of action and romantic comedies being blended into solid films. This just missed the mark. But again, it's not terrible. Like, it's not a two out of three. Like, I'll give you guys an example. Like, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 27% tomato meter score and a 57% audience score. And I think the audience score is always more representative of a film, right? You know, I think a lot of us have grown to understand that the tomato meter score is a little jaded because all in all, that's what I would give this. I would give this a six out of 10. And that's where most of the user ratings are for IMDb. It's got a 5.8 rating on IMDb. 24% of all ratings that they have received are six out of 10. And that's definitely the highest percentage. 7 out of 10 is the second highest, uh, 19.9%. I definitely wouldn't go as high as a 7. I would say like at its very peak, it's a 6 out of 10. And at its very worst, it's a 4 out of 10. This is a film worth watching. You know, last month, for those of you that listened to my episode about The Gray Man, sometimes you kind of want to throw on an, an inconsequential film. And that is what Ghosted is. And there are some moments, I know I said earlier, where like the, the leads don't really have any chemistry, but there are moments that are like, really sweet. And I think that's just a testament to how likable Ana de Armas and Chris Evans are. So you're not like actively rooting against them. They're not that unlikable as a couple. But again, no one would ever believe that Chris Evans is an underdog. <laughs> it's just not the case. Yeah, I think one of the biggest keys for romantic comedies is giving us leads that you can really, really root for. And as I mentioned, you're not actively rooting against Chris Evans. You just know in your heart that Chris Evans isn't struggling relationship-wise. So all in all, Ghosted, definitely disappointing, but not a terrible movie. However, there are plenty more 
romantic action comedies to put on before this. It's also two hours long. And it's kind of baffling how they fit in a lot of nothing in two hours, really is. If you like these two actors, then yeah, definitely put it on. Um, but after you finish watching the movie, definitely go check out some other things on Apple TV that are much, much better. But that's it for this month. Just a quick episode of Netflix and Phil uh, review style. As I mentioned, I'm going to be trying this out going forward. Hopefully you enjoyed it and hopefully we'll find you know some, uh, some better films <laughs> as the series continues. I really enjoyed bringing it to you guys and I thank you so much for the feedback we get each and every single month. For any of you that are brand new or if you need a refresher, make sure you click the Linktree link in the show notes of this episode. It'll give you the links to all of our social media pages as well as all the rest of our content. And you will also find a link to our Patreon page where you can subscribe. And if you want to support the show a little bit extra, that would be awesome. But even if you don't, just your listen and even just a five-star review, uh, depending on where you're listening on any platform, uh, that helps out a lot as well. But shout out to our current patrons, Briar, as well as J-Ray. But that's it for the May edition of Netflix and Phil. I am your co-host, Phil Smith, aka Phil the Filipino. And do not forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And all you got to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is... wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.